I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, this and that, lizards, monkeys, tell me, and more. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters Podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters Podcast. I'm Amy, and this is episode 423, Tell Me. A short show today. I have pretty much let my window slide by, and I actually thought a half hour or so ago, I just am not going to do it today. I'm just going to skip it. I was okay with that decision. But the longer I sat here, once I finally moved into my space and filled a little bit of space in my journal, I thought I still could slide this in and then I would probably be glad that I did. So I don't know though. I don't know that my window is big enough. So I think it's going to be a very, very short show. And so tell me probably wasn't the best title, maybe not my best opening because it is an opening. Tell me it is an opening. It is an invitation. I read an article somewhere in the last month about the power of tell me. Power of tell me. It is a Sunday. Sundays are racked and stacked in their own way. This Sunday has a few other things because finally I can do a few other things and need to. So... I am feeling the Sunday and it is not feeling oh so slow and languid and calm. Actually, I hear the noise behind me from the window, which also makes things feel a little bit hurried and rushed. Even in the best of times, people have such a need to tell their stories even when they don't feel like stories, even when they just feel like a list, a list of things that are happening or have happened. People have a need to tell their stories, such a need to be heard and seen. And you see the problem, everyone has this need and then it becomes this sometimes impossible scenario where No one is there to see. Tell me. Sometimes I think the impulse to journal, to get things to a page in any form, is a combination of a desire to hold on, to help you remember, to not forget, but also to make it real. 
how strange that the reality that has already happened or is happening, what you are caught up in, or what just happened or what happened a decade ago, sometimes to grapple with it, you need to make it real or keep making it real or continue to make it real by getting it to a page. The making reality real. You need to see it staring back up at you from a page because then you see it in this new and different and concrete way. And you see it from the outside. You are the one looking in. You see the words you see. You are being seen by yourself. Sometimes for some people might be the best you can do, but at least it is something. Tell me, tell me three things, five things, eight things. There's a show back there about that and a book about that. Tell me three things. Tell me it's a door. It's a window. It's a crevice. It's a crack in the sidewalk. But if you're only willing to say, tell me when you think things are okay, then in all those other times, the door is closed. Tell me. I saw a lizard brain written on an embankment railing last week, one day when I walked the dog. Graffiti, but it said, lizard brain. And I snapped a picture of it that day. And I used the picture for quietly Saturday. And as I used it, I thought, wait, what again is lizard brain? It's such a cool phrase just in concept. It's slightly ominous phrase when you look it up in terms of what it means. But it sounds so cool. Lizard brain. It sounds like it would mean something different than it does probably sounds a little closer to monkey brain. We had a conversation this week about the infinite monkey theory. I had never heard it before. It came up. It's the idea, and this is a definition, it's the idea that a monkey hitting keys at random on a typewriter for an infinite amount of time will almost surely type any given text, such as the complete works of William Shakespeare. And it goes on to say that, in fact, the monkey would almost surely type every possible finite text an infinite number of times. Yeah. Young adults know such interesting things at times. And yet what they don't know... What they don't know, and what they don't know that they don't know, and what sometimes you're so surprised to find out that they don't know. Yeah, tell me. Infinite Monkey followed other conversations this week or in the last two weeks about Schrodinger's cat, and we did a lot of talking about that and a lot of looking at I did a lot of looking at videos and articles about that. We spent two weeks in what we felt like was something very similar to the Schrodinger's cat experiment. We both were, 
and were not and would not know until the end. Tell me. The air has been bad and it is no longer orange, but it has been bad. So walking has been limited, but walking has been limited anyway. When I went out yesterday to quickly walk the dog, although I felt like I really needed to be able to just go somewhere and just get away and walk, but the air was icky. So I went out to walk the dog and I went a different direction. I am avoiding things, directions. So I went a different way and I crossed the street. So I went up a part of a street I don't normally go up. And I'm dragging the dog along because new territory, she wants to sniff and smell everything infinitely. And as we get to one house, there is a lizard no, not a lizard. There looked like a small alligator in the bushes, tucked in on their little little bitty front plot. We don't have yards, but this little front space. I saw it before I got to it, which is good. This air quality is weird, and the weather itself is weird, and masks can be weird. And when you combine all of that, the minute I walk out, basically I can't see anything. And I guess I probably also didn't have my real glasses on, my full glasses. So there's, there's this sense of not quite being able to see clearly. Everything is so steamed up that everything is white. Just, it was just white. But I could see that it was some kind of little alligator. And my brain knew that it was some kind of figure, figurine, but I still stepped out into the street to skirt well away from it. I might have even crossed the street. Who would put a crocodile or an alligator or whatever that is? I think alligator's right, but it's small. Who would put that in their front yard? What? Lizard brain, infinite monkey, Schrodinger's cat, alligator. On the day of the orange sun, which this is not an orange sun show, but on that day, I stood at my window and I looked out in the back, trying to understand what in the world I was seeing. And as I did so, yes, there was a rat running around in the backyard. <laughs> really? I just almost can't cope. Tell me. Tell me. The contents of the last 14 days. There's been no window and no door. Tell me. So a Sunday and a reminder that your journal and your space and your sketchbook and the way that you approach that is a way for you to tell and to show and to share and to record and to help get it out of you. Get it out of you. Doesn't make it go away. It doesn't change it. But you have to get it out of you. And keep getting it out of you. Sometimes you have to do it over and over and over to make sense of what is going on. Sometimes you have to be the person to see for yourself. That's a pretty depressing thing, yes, but it's also an empowering thing and it's a reminder that you have to do it for you. The things you're putting on a page are not just 
so that other people will be impressed with your life or your story or how you draw or how you letter, what colors you choose or how well you use paint. Yes, all of those things can be a way of making connections and making friends, finding people who share similar ideologies or ideas or approaches, or just finding people whose work you love and find inspiring. It can do all of that. But when it comes right down to it, you also need to be able to see for yourself and your journal in whatever form it is can help you do that. It is a powerful, powerful tool. And that doesn't mean you have to write a thousand words a day about how good things are or how bad things are or about this and that. The picture you draw of your salt shaker can absolutely also contain a lot of what is in you. And the little note you put next to it, you'll know. You'll know. So it is a reminder to write and draw your story. And to remember that tell me is something you also need to tell yourself, that inner you. Tell me. I do need to do a quick drawing, but I actually do not think I can do it in this moment. I'm going to have to try and do it in a little while. So I will be back, but it does mean an unusual stop and start for the second part of this show. Okay, so I am here and ready to do a little bit of drawing. I have done this a little bit different today, but for the moment, timing is working out. Kids are still asleep. They are not really kids, but surprisingly, I have a little bit of a window still. So I am going to continue working on a drawing. So since I did things out of order, I have penciled my drawing already this morning. And I'm just going to erase a little bit here around the eyes. I am in the process of inking. And this will take me a while. It's got a lot of hair, which is nice. I also did it very large. It just tends to be, seems to be what's going on right now. So this is a girl. Mine doesn't look quite like a girl. She looks quite a bit older, but I, it's just an elongation, an elongation to the, find my pen, an elongation to the, face which has done this and I'm okay with this I think it's actually it's fitting that this is a slight bit older the photo is from sketchy I will link it in the show notes it is from the north 60 account and it is a little girl holding an apple and looking sideways towards the camera so she's taking a bite of an apple and I have been doing some fill-in, really basic, simple fill-in, just like I might do with marker or paint in some other scenario or 
being able to drop it in digitally if I had the ability to use Procreate. I've been doing some fill-in with colored pencil and I go back and forth about it. Can't get it quite as flat as I could digitally, of course, but I'm enjoying it. It can be very slow if you want to burnish color and really, really fill it in in this very smooth way. And it can be slow, but that process can also be mindful and very soothing and satisfying. So I have done a little bit of that and I like the punch of color it's giving. Probably going to do that some more. A little bit of a pivot as I continue to build out what I'm doing in these illustrated journal pages and how I am doing it and what satisfies me. So still using black to draw using lots of colors for lettering and notes and fill in. I really enjoy that process. I love bringing the color in that way. And at the same time, I still really love black lines, drawing in black. And when I really want emphasis with the words, I tend to pull out the biggest black I can find. Do some fill-in. So I am drawing while I talk, but that means I need to set a timer. So let me stop and do that. 12 minutes started. So I hope you have something to draw to at the point at which you hear this, or else maybe you have taken yourself out for a walk, some form of clearing the head or self-care, fresh air, even masks on, fresh air, clearing the head, all of these things are good. Be careful for those lizards and alligators that might be in your pathway. If you see any rogue typing monkeys, do let me know. I'm working around putting the ear in just a little bit here so that I can pull the hair, start getting the hair lines in place. It doesn't really feel like a Sunday. It feels more like a Saturday. There's a lot of hair. She's got very white blonde hair. It's very pretty. A lot of hairlines here to follow and drag across the page. And it's a process that takes many layers, but very, very satisfying to do. I'm big on doing things that are satisfying to do in your drawings. I don't consider the work I do to be just contour. I sometimes see comments that tend to reduce what I'm doing to somehow reduce it to just lines. But 
think of it as a little more involved than contour. I always stop and think about it when people comment like that. But it is all about line. I do love line. I was looking yesterday for something to listen to, decided I really needed to break the silence and the house and the noise in my head. And I didn't have a good, anything good in process, anything that I was really, really hooked on. I've had several things expire on me recently that I need to, if I want them, I'll have to get on the list again or see if they're available. But I thought I need to find something new. And so I spent time out looking at lists of post-apocalyptic or dystopian books. I was looking for something really good on audio in that genre, figuring that that would have a good, a good chance of catching my attention and really hooking me. I really want something that will hook me and that I can turn on and listen to while I draw, even during the day on the weekends or when I go out for a walk. And found a few things, downloaded a few things. I looked at some best of lists. I also looked at lists for people who like Station Eleven just to see what comes up as well. You might also like this. And downloaded several things that happened to be available when I was looking and the one I started is called Bird Box. I think that's right. And so far I'm interested. So after I started it, I went looking on one of the Facebook groups that I'm on, a book group, just to see if they've talked about this book and found several times where people have said, oh, I read it in a day, I loved it. Also found people who said that there is evidently a movie version that people who've read the book may or may not like, that they say it's very different. So often the case, of course, with an adaptation or a movie version. So it evidently is a thriller. It's being categorized as a thriller. I'm not sure I totally knew that, but interested. And so I'm going to listen to that some today. I also downloaded, I downloaded several. There were several others I was interested in that either the library didn't have an audio version or didn't have it available. So there were a few that came up that I would think, oh, I might really want to read that, but I was specifically wanting to listen, listen, read. And so I'm trying this. Hmm. Just noticed I've got... I'm already inking, but I just noticed I've got something a little wrong here. Let's see if I can just bridge this with some hair. 
Sometimes you just have to find a way to creatively make it work. So I have all of this room down here just for hair. Go ahead and draw a line of my box in because I am leaving it boxed. The one that I worked on yesterday that I had started while podcasting turned out to be really big, which I had noted by the time I finished the show and really enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time working on that one and working on the hair, even though the only hair was at the top and a bun or not of some form. Right now, I'm still doing hair on this. Because it's a brand new page, a brand new week of Illustrate Your Week. I am on a brand new page, and I did draw this large. But because there's nothing else here, I'm dragging my hand without any regard. Nothing else is going to potentially smear. The bigger the portrait, the more length I need to get with solid and non-stop lines. And it does mean sometimes that it's a whole hand approach. Just take a whole arm, a whole arm approach. So this is such an interesting, an interesting pose, an interesting face. And I am glad that I went ahead and am doing this. I thought after I turned it off to do something else, I thought, well, maybe I will just do a show without a drawing. <laughs> and I thought, no, that just doesn't seem right. It's funny how we get used to, get used to our new patterns, our new normal. Sometimes those things really stick. So. Just trying to refine her eye just a little bit. I feel like I got the eyes a little too big, actually. I can't fix the second one, but it's not really a way to fix that one. Bring that lash line though a little a little more do you ever narrate your drawings talk it out loud even to yourself do you do it in your head here's what I'm doing and why I think a lot of the people that I draw with I bet they do I think we have these conversations going in our head. Commentary as we are drawing.
just looking at some of the points of light and shadow here, how dark I want things to go. And where I will want to go in and thicken things up just a little bit. There's definitely some mood in this face. It's, wow, that was fast. That was a fast 10, 12 minutes. There's definitely mood in this face, and I am responding to that. It's also maybe a. In the actual face, I wouldn't say there's challenge. In the face I have drawn, there's a challenge maybe in this expression. Maybe there's a dare. Maybe there's a tell me. Maybe there's a question. Maybe there's something a little raw and a little wild and a little, a little something, a little something happening here. Well, this will be what I work on later today. Or I'll continue through the afternoon, maybe some of this not, not rushing it. And that's okay. So I will back up, take a picture of where I'm at right now, just recording my own process. And I am the art. The art is me. And that will be it for today. That will be it for today, for this weekend, another weekend gone, week 37 of the year, 37 of the year, 2020, wow, 2020. So I am Amy and you can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. The show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Heidlis. You can find me on Instagram as oamyoamy and as Creativity Matters Podcast. I interact with people mostly and share art on the oamyoamy account. And you can also find me and a small group of other creative people who are interested in interacting with one another and getting to know each other and support each other in their creative endeavors in the Creativity Matters Podcast group at Facebook. Thank you to those of you who support the CMP through Amazon, through Ko-fi, and especially to those of you at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>